Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon Bobby Bear on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line is Odyssey Sports NFL Insider Mark Schlereth. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. Mark is also the host of the Stinking Truth podcast covering the entire NFL. Make sure to follow the Stinking Truth podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mark, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, no matter where you're going to bet, if it's two and a half, two, one and a half, this is basically almost a pick game here on, on how you're going to go with this. The one thing I do know is, uh, now, Bob Field, because he picked the 49ers in July. I'm going with Mahomes. I picked him in July. And I ain't betting against uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> you. You know, and when you look at these two teams, it's really interesting to me because <clears throat> as as I look at what these two teams have done the last couple of weeks, and let's face it, it's all about how you're playing right yeah. now at this point. And Kansas City, against two of the best teams in football, both Buffalo and the Ravens, have played what I think is their most complete game, their best game, both offensively and defensively of the season. Now, they gave up some yards, obviously, to Buffalo in the run game and everything else, but when they needed to stop, when they needed to shut them down late in that game, they were able to do that on the defensive side of the ball. And then, ultimately, San Francisco, and I did the last two games of the season for San Francisco, both Week 17 and Week 18, I think this year, these are back-to-back the two worst collective games they have played, both offensively and defensively, and especially on the defensive side of the ball. I thought I thought this. Defensively, I think a defensive line that has been the strength of the San Francisco 49ers for several years has suddenly flipped and become a weakness. I don't know what exactly is going on. I don't know if there's injuries or what the case is, but I think Chase Young has got his ass kicked the last couple of weeks. I thought their inside rotation, you know, Eric Armstead missed the last several weeks of the season, last five or six weeks of the season. He's come back. He hasn't been an impact player. I don't think uh, um, Javon Hargrave has has been an impact player. So it's been really interesting to watch. And I think Kyle Shanahan has probably had two of his back-to-back worst coaching games as far as a play caller is concerned, getting away from what they do and becoming a more – you know, empty drop back football team, which is not that it's just not their strength. It's not what they do well. So it's been perplexing to me to watch what's gone on and yet they've still found a way to win those games, which is impressive, but still I think the Kansas City Chiefs are just playing a lot better right now. Now, uh, Sting, with that being said, because uh, it's always, you know, always say this, what have you done for me lately? And considering uh, the way the Packers and the Lions were able to run the football against uh, the 49ers, especially, uh, look at that, the Lions in the first half, uh, that Isaiah Pacheco, 
uh, one of the league's uh, bright uh, young running backs, uh, how he runs violent. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, that was a seven-round pick uh, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But I- I'd be shocked if he don't have what Andy Reid. No, he don't have. Now, you know, you'd say, oh, well, Mahomes. No, I'd say less of Mahomes would be more. And what I mean by that, Pacheco, when all said and done, to me he has to have at least 15, 20 rushing attempts. And now like the Ravens, when they played the Chiefs and the running backs total, they had six rushing attempts. I mean, talk about get out, coach. I look at the Ravens and Harbaugh and all what they did in Munkin. I mean, what, what are you doing? I mean, uh, yeah. so don't you think Pacheco that uh, he's going to have I don't know fifteen to twenty rushing attempts? I, I, I mean, that's the route I'm going. Yeah, well, I think you have to, especially the way they've been playing, and, and not only have they been getting torched on the inside, they haven't been good on the inside. But like I said, um, you know, Chase Young has gotten manhandled, and, and if I'm coaching there, I'm looking at you know, replacing him maybe with Randy Gregory or somebody else on the edge because he just has not been able to hold up. And the other thing that was been really interesting to me is, you know, any, any outside run game, Green Bay just cut them up on the perimeter. And, you know, when you start running, well, you know, in the West Coast offense, they call it a transportation series, but it's kind of the crack pull, you know, the crack toss, crack pull stuff. Um, and, you know, the, the, the defensive coaching point there is when the defensive end gets cracked or a linebacker gets cracked, the next guy outside, whether it's a safety or corner, you got to come up and run support, right? You got to come up and reset or reestablish an edge. And I just thought their DBs have been sitting around waiting. And so you're getting five, seven yards, you know, on the edge before anybody comes up and nobody forces you back inside. So they're not replacing, they're not resetting the edge. So they've been getting torched on the outside, they're being torched on the inside. Um, yeah, I'm 100% with you. And I, I will say this about Isaiah Pacheco. I think Andy Reid learned a very valuable lesson back the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers linebackers were playing six, seven yards deep. And they basically said, we'll give you six yards of carry, but we don't believe you'll run the football. And Andy Reid didn't. And I thought that was football hubris because it was like, we're going to win the ball. We're going to win the game passing. Andy Reid, I think, learned a very valuable lesson on that Super Bowl that they lost. Because ultimately, you know, th- this is one they could be, you know, they could be, you know, absolutely, I already think they're a dynasty going to six AFC championship games in a row. But um, this, this could be, you know, trying to get three in a row or four in a row or whatever. So, um, but they invited them to run the ball down their throat. And Andy Reid and that offensive staff just said, no, we're not going to do it. We're going to still win this game throwing the football. And obviously they end up losing to Tampa Bay. But, um, yeah, I think, I think Isaiah Pacheco is big. And I think they've really leaned on him, especially with the lack of, you know, weapons on the outside that have developed. I'm not going to say they don't have a lack of weapons, but there hasn't been a real developed passing game on the outside. You know, it's all in the middle with Travis Kelsey, and then, you know, Rice has been a nice addition. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on Isaiah Pacheco. You know, and then, uh, you know, the cat and mouse game and how you challenge, uh, I would think the leader that he is, because I'm a big uh, Fred Werner fan. Uh, I mean, I look at uh, what he brings to the table. I think he's one of the, he's been from the get-go one of the most outstanding linebackers in the National Football League. You know, we look at Demario Davis here with the Saints, but I look at Fred Werner, uh, what he brings to the table. So he got to challenge that D-line. Uh, we're going to run sideline to sideline, and also uh, Drake Greenlaw with the physicality he brings. Uh, but uh, they got to be stout up front for those guys to be really the playmakers, and not all of all of a sudden the running back is on them. And when they finally get in touch, it's already a four or five yard gain. So that's why even as great as Fred Werner is and uh, Drake Greenlaw and all that, it's going to be what, what are they doing up front? Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. If you don't, if you don't control the line of scrimmage, you know, 
And there's a couple things that will never change about football. No matter how much we try to make it college football, no matter how much we try to, you know, change the game, if you dominate the line of scrimmage, you win. I don't care who your quarterback is. I don't care who your wide receivers are. You dominate the line of scrimmage on either side of the ball, and you're going to win almost, you know, 85 90% of your games. And that, will, that to me, will never change. The physicality of the game, that's what that's what blew me away about San Francisco, Bobby, is – like, this is the best running team in football when you consider, you know, the way they traditionally run it and, and the wide zone stuff and all the counter stuff they have off of that and their great play action. And I really felt like there have been times, especially in the Green Bay game, they came out in empty, they came out in shotgun empty, you know, and empty the backfield and send Christian McCaffrey in, in motion. And they're trying to beat Green Bay, basically throwing the drop back game. That's not who San Francisco's been. And, and I'm a big believer, and if I'm going to get my ass kicked, I'm going to get kicked doing what I do best. And if you're better than me, then so be it. But I don't believe you are. You know, and and yeah. the, teams that I, the teams that I played on was all about this is who we are, this is what we do. It was a, it was the global gym effect. You know, we're better than you, and we know it. And I don't care if you know what I'm doing. I really don't because I just believe I can out-execute you, and I'm better than you. And so that, like, that to me is – it blew me away about Baltimore. Like Baltimore was going to have Lamar Jackson out, Mahomes, Mahomes, and San Francisco. <laughs> yes, we're going to show what that, did he do? We can throw the ball. What are you guys doing? You know, Sting. When I look at like uh, Lamar, uh, you be Lamar. Don't try to out Mahomes, Mahomes. And I don't think Brock Purdy's going to do that. And when I look at Brock Purdy, uh, all I know is okay, game manager. Uh, are you winning or losing the game? And when you look at uh, inclement weather, what he did on that last drive, and then he made plays with his feet against the Lions to close out that game. But you don't, you're not, people are not giving him enough credit. Now, you might look at the supporting cast, but you're not a game manager if you led the NFL in passer rating. Okay, but this is the key. He was number one in yards per attempt uh, passing. Uh, so if you're number one, so it's not dink and dunk and uh, I'm playing conservative. If you're number one in the NFL, passer rating, okay, and you're pushing the ball down the field. To me, uh, people are just poo-pooing uh, Brock Purdy because he's Mr. Irrelevant, who's turning to Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, I, I mean, he's like a poor man's Drew Brees right now. Now, he has to do it year in and year out. But I'm telling you, yeah. people's not giving – a lot of fans aren't giving Brock Purdy uh, enough credit just because he wasn't drafted in the first round. I or think a lot round. of it, too, guys, yeah. is the fact that what's around him. They're saying, oh, he, he's not that good because, okay, he got Debo Samuel, he got Ayuk, he got Kittle, he got McCaffrey. Well, he makes it work with him, doesn't he? The, the other guy couldn't. Trey Lance couldn't. Right. Here's what I know about him. I asked him, Bobby, in, in the last game I did, I said, hey, man, uh, people call you a game manager. How do you, what do you, what, how do you respond to that? Because I'm with you, man. I think the kid is phenomenal. I think he's a phenomenal young quarterback. And so I said, you know, people call you a game manager. How do you respond? He goes, anybody who would call me a game manager either doesn't watch or has no idea what they're looking at. <laughs> and, I mean, he was bristled about it, too. And I was like, amen. Like, one thing I will tell you, he will he – will pre-snap, identify, post-snap, confirm. And I have – there's very few guys in the NFL as currently constructed that will get through a progression from one to two, eliminate the first side or the front side of the progression and get to the back side to number three or number four quicker than Brock Purdy. Like, the dude is amazing. And when you sit and talk to him, you start to realize this son of a gun is smart. This son of a gun 
gets it. And he really understands, like, not only what he is trying to accomplish, but what the defense is trying to take away. And he will eliminate, he will eliminate a route combination. I mean, he'll take a look, he'll take a peek, and he'll eliminate it because it's not the look he wants in five-tenths of a second and beyond to the third read. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. And I've seen him go through and get the, the ball out in under two seconds to the fourth read of progression multiple times. And I, I'm, Bobby will tell you, there's very few guys that can get beyond one and two, right? let alone <laughs> yeah. the fourth read in, in under two seconds. And he does it consistently. We have on our Oakwood Harjula's Talking Text Line, Mark Schlereth. Insider Calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. Uh, Stink, one of the things, uh, we have the Louisiana Line Camp here. Pete Jenkins runs it, has for almost 30 years. And we've had the pleasure over the last couple of years, Joe Cullen has come down. He's the defensive line coach for the Chiefs. And then Brandon Daly, uh, 19 years in the NFL with the Patriots and with the Chiefs. He is their run defensive coordinator, linebackers coach. And it's to bring up Chris Jones. And Joe was like, man, I, listen, I've been in this game a long time. I ain't seen too many like him. I mean, you can count him on a couple hand, fingers of the type player he is. And he said, man, when he's got it cranked up, he can dominate up front. And those, and they move him a little bit, uh, you know, sometimes a little bit more red, sometimes in the middle. But he said, man, when he's cracked in the middle and some guard or some center's got to handle him, he manhandles him when he's tanked up just right. I think Chris Jones in this type game, knowing that's a payday, Right around the corner for me in a big one well, that this will be a huge game for Chris Jones. And, and Sting, with that being said, uh, if we all remember, uh, look, I, I sat out a whole year in 1990. Now, I, I'm not no damn Chris Jones. All I know is Chris Jones was in a suite in week <laughs> one, and all of a sudden the Chiefs don't win. I think he's we need playing to, the next week. I, I think we need to get Chris <laughs> Jones in here. <laughs> yeah, he's. And they, let, let me just say. He's an absolute freak show. And I will tell you, Spags, Steve Spagnola, the defense coordinator, does a phenomenal job of attacking protection and having a plan. And I thought that was the big difference last week against the Ravens or two weeks ago against the Ravens. They did a phenomenal job of cage rushing. And it's interesting to the defensive lineman, hey, we're just going to bull rush and we're just going to collapse the pocket. And even when they brought pressure, when they brought five or six, the fifth or sixth guy, if they were even free, they pulled up within about two yards of Lamar because the big the big plays that he makes are when you go torpedoing in there and you got a free run and he makes you miss and then he gets to the edge and it's Katie bar the door you know DB stops right. covering and then all of a sudden Lamar you know is tossing one thirty yards down the field it's a dime piece and you know the rest is history so they did a great job if you go back and watch man they basically just you know, we call it a cage rush we call it a um, you know, a mush rush. And it's just about collapsing the pocket and giving no escape lanes. It's not necessarily about getting sacks. And that takes such unbelievable discipline. But there were so many times where Chris Jones just drove a guard <laughs> six yards in the backfield. And, you know, and, and the, the propensity if you're a selfish player is to say, man, I can beat this guy one-on-one and get a clean shot. And, yeah, and right. Spags is like, but that's what, that's what he wants because he's going to make you miss. I'm sorry, Lamar is... You know, a varsity player against JV players. He's going to make you miss, yep. and then that's when they make the big plays. And so I thought that was a brilliant piece of coaching. 
and a great job of execution by the defense of, um, of Kansas City. But you're right about Chris Jones. The dude is an absolute, you know, he's an absolute well, beast. Well, I just think uh, you look how teams are structured and we give general managers credit a uh, number of times, not necessarily. But I look at like uh, Brett uh, Veach, uh, the general manager for the Chiefs. Oh, yep. what are you doing? You're taking away Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, you're letting him go to the Dolphins. We all know he got that four-year, $100 million deal. But look how you parlay in that. It's like a chess game. Look how you parlay that and what he's done on the defensive side. All of a sudden, the Chiefs have the number two ranked defense. Now you got to pick the right players, and you have to hit. But that goes to show you. Now, uh, look at Rasheed Rice. And like you brought him up early, how he stepped up. And the latter part of the biggest reason the late-season success with the Chiefs offense because of Rice, I'm looking at, what, 79 catches right under 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns in the regular season. But look in the postseason. 20 catches, 223 yards, and a score in, in, the, uh, in, in the playoff games. So, so at three scores, you look in the playoff games. So when you look at that, is that – you want to be like a GM doing the right thing. Now you got to get the right players. You can say that about John Lynch too. Yeah, what he doing the 49ers. And what he's done with the 49ers. But, 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 but it's amazing. Oh, Pat Mahomes, the Chiefs are going down. Because you know how today with fantasy football, oh, and Tyreek Hill going all that. Uh, no, yeah. uh, the, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and the Dolphins are not. Yeah, well, you, you got that right. They've done an incredible job, both these franchises, getting the right players. And then it's not only about drafting guys and getting the right guys, but it's about developing them. Yep. And that's where great coaching comes in. And if you can develop dudes, then, then you know you can replace guys that end up getting old and having to leave. And so I think both teams have done a great job with that. Mark, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it, bud. All have right, a great Steve. Super Bowl weekend. My pleasate. You guys be good. All righty. That was Odyssey Sports NFL Insider Mark Schlereth. Insider Calls are brought to you by Old Spice, where men have skin too. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. 
a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.